I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. Welcome to Reading Aloud, a podcast where Adam and I get curious about meaningful and not so meaningful topics. Meanwhile, giving you insight into what we talk about, why we talk about it, and how we talk about it. Be on the lookout for a new release of this podcast every other Thursday. I mean, <laughs> where do we even start? Basically, every time we start these podcasts, we get at the giggles. Adam just said, like, the most beautiful blessing. I mean, we should have just recorded it. It was just like this beautiful blessing, the centering blessing <laughs> before we got started. And, like, I had that moment where you're, where you're like, seven and you're sitting in church and everything's super sad and and like super serious and then you get the giggles and I'm like starting to laugh and I'm like don't laugh this is such a special moment he's like channeling the divine wisdom and I'm like don't don't laugh and then so I'm breathing heavy and, and then all of a sudden I just like look up and see his bangs oh, <laughs> my bangs <laughs> No, there you took a shower and they're just like this perfect row of baby bangs and everything else is spiky and anyways I was just like don't laugh and then I couldn't help it and so and then we proceeded to take funny pictures of ourselves up close which if you haven't done before with your partner <laughs> you should probably do that because it always brings joy to our hearts of like getting your phone and somebody making a funny foot face and then just zooming in on them a lot. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. It's like really your your like ugliest parts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> magnified. And speaking of magnets, money so I actually made a magnet. I had one where I like had my had my um, like. Lip pulled up with a rubber band or something yeah, like that. I mean, it was band. hideous. And she made it into a fridge magnet, and now it's on our fridge. It's a rubber band around your <laughs> glasses and your mouth. And when I made, I mean, it was a brilliant idea. When I made the fridge magnet, you were like, that's got to come down. I was like, come on. And it's been up for years. Yeah, I like it. All right. Speaking of magnets. Well, yeah, sticking, right? Sticking. The conversation that um, I wanted to talk with you about today was around commitment. Um, And I want to dive into that word a little bit, but um, commitment in terms of growth, commitment in terms of love, in terms of yeah, I think I just want to start, like, I was really impacted. We did a reading this morning um, uh, from Thich Nhat Hanh, and it said that everything needs food, including love. And so how do we feed that? And I have struggled in my life with committing to things. I kind of have always, I have I had created this identity for myself as as a little bit of like a jack of all traits, like where I could do just enough of a lot of things. Trades. Trades. Yes, that's true. Traits. Trades. It's kind of the same, but trades. 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 Jack of all trades. Um, Where I could do a lot of a little things, but I never fully went deep. And I actually had a lot of 
pride, if you will, around that. Um, but as I've gotten older and we're in a marriage and creating a family and, and kind of all of this um, growth that's happened um, in my life and entering into a new phase of my life, I'm understanding that there are ways in which I need to improve at kind of, I think the easiest way to say it, you know, is to say like saying I'm going to do something and then actually doing it or fully following through on it. Mean what you say, say what you mean, and don't say it mean. Mean what you say, say what you mean, and and don't say it mean. Yeah. That's good. Well, so as you were talking this morning, I thought it was interesting because you are really committed to me Mm -hmm. and you're really committed to your work Mm -hmm. and you're committed to your friends. Mm -hmm. I think you could probably do better at like staying in touch or just like being connected. But, you know, I mean, you, you're, you're really committed to your family. Yeah. I, I do feel that. Ah, I know what it is. You're not as committed to yourself. Not as committed to myself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I also think like, I, I want to ask you, like, what does that word um, commitment mean to you? It's so funny because I think, you know, different than you, once I make a commitment, I'm not getting out of it. And, of right. course, that's how it's downfalls, too. Like, I've committed to jobs and people and places and things that I'm, I'm just, I just, like, I'm so loyally committed to things that I don't even realize when it's time to change. And so it, it when I think of the word commitment, it's just like, well, yeah, that's what you do. You just commit to things. How else do you do things with any kind of depth or purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there to do other than to commit? I mean, you know, of course, everybody's got their other side, like we just talked about with you. I think my other side with commitment is is maybe struggle to make a decision. But once I make the decision, then I'm committed. It's interesting, like, sorry to cut you off, but, like, it's interesting because where I have been more, and I think one way to look at it is, like, um, you know, in the flow or something, and we've talked about this on the podcast, like, my ability to kind of be adaptable and to really adjust to different situations, and you have your own unique form and uh, uh, you are very adaptable, exactly, too, but, like, my ability and and with that it's like i don't have trouble making decisions i i am like yes do that no do that and i think some of that is cultivated from the fact that like i understand on a deep level and have cultivated an understanding in my life that things shift and change right and there's a lot of good in that but also i'm getting to a place in my life where i i want i want there to be kind of like consistency depth. and depth Right. Yeah. I'm getting I'm, I'm seeking depth in in, ter- in certain things. And I'm just wondering, I just want to get from you like like your wisdom in that, because I don't want to lose the that that kind of adaptability that I have. But I do seek depth. And like you, I feel like have such a strong handle on how to go deep within um, yourself and subjects that like I just I just want your wisdom on this podcast on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the first thing that kind of surprised me about what you said, or I was going to go, oh, really, you have a desire? Because I don't know that, like, I operate from a place of desire. So it's like my desire to blah, blah, blah is what keeps me going in a particular direction. 
Mm-hmm. And it's usually related to an outcome of sorts. Mm-hmm. But I don't... I, why isn't that enough for you? Um, I mean, that's a good question, you know, but like, it's obviously not, right? I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know if I have an answer, but what I do know is that I'll have a desire to do something more. Say it's, um, I have a desire to, um, uh, let's say, um, make more videos, right? Let's use that as an example as a recent desire that I've had. But like, if I don't, if I, I have that desire, I have that daydream, if you will, and I think a lot of probably our listening audience too can identify with like how we daydream about things, um, which I've found that really powerful. But like I have that daydream, um, that desire, but if it doesn't happen, I don't have um, like an attachment. An over, yeah, yeah, an over attachment to it. So, um, I don't, and that's good to have non attachment, but like it also creates a situation where I need something more to actually create it. Well, first of all, I'll just just speak to the positive of that. So yeah, the over-attachment. So for me, of course, when I commit to something and it doesn't happen in the way that I think it should or in the time frame that I think it should, then I have really suffered from that. And I've learned a lot from you about, like, for example, we were going to record six podcasts while on our sabbatical and we really only got to three. And, you know, I had this thought of like, okay, but that's what it is. On the other hand, you know, we were also going to do some research about how to promote it and things like that. And I think that there's a missed opportunity when we don't just follow through with that commitment. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, the commitment comes up like that. That's the thing is it's inspired, right? So you have these daydreams, but when I listen to your daydreams, they're inspired. I'm like, wow, that is really special. Like that, that is going to do good for you, for me and for the world. Mm -hmm. And so I get really passionate about your daydreams. And I have learned that you could daydream all day, every day. And if we were to take on all of those projects or ideas, we would just not, we just would have a very scattered life, um, trying to do too much. So part of it is like, you know, for as busy as I am, I really have like a handful, like five things that I'm deeply committed to that I do with consistency. And what I know is that, discipline is really good for me. And, and that's surprising even to hear myself say, because I don't like to be told what to do. I like to go with at my own pace. I, I have like not a lazy streak, but like a real kind of like easy, like I, like I'd rather not kind of thing. Like the effort that it t- takes sometimes can be hard for me to get started into that effort piece. Of course, unless it's social, then I'll put all the effort in the world. I mean, and you've seen me do that. It's really about, I, I don't want to let myself down. Mm. And because I know how easy it is to not do things. So like, let's say that, okay, here's the crux of it. Let's say we decide we're going to swim in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I say, I'm going to swim every morning for the next three weeks that of course it's so easy not to do you just right. don't get up and you just don't right. go swimming there's a million excuses why not to exactly yeah but you know what that does is that really breaks down my trust of myself mm. to not that's follow that's a key through. point trust right. of yourself yeah keep going right. yeah well that's the point is mm-hmm. that it's like if i can't commit to myself then mm-hmm. then like what can i it, it's it's very it's very existent 
existential. It's very existential. It's very deep. Like if I can't commit, make a commitment to myself and stick to it, what, what can I do? Right. And, and, you know, I, I, I identify with that because one of the tenants that has really kind of driven me in my life over the course has been, you know, making sure that I'm in a good place, right? Like always the, the, I call it, I used to be a whitewater raft guide. So it's like, I call it the raft guide motto. It's like, if your raft flips, the first person you save is yourself. Cause if you're not in a good space, then you're in no position to help anybody else. Right. Um, so you make sure you're okay first, but um, but I identify with that. Like if you don't trust yourself to accomplish certain things, how do you spread that out into the world? The one thing that I struggle with in what you said is, you know, you were talking about how I'm such a good daydreamer and I, and I come up with creative ideas and, you know, oh, we should do this. And oh, wouldn't that be awesome? And I, I struggle because I think part of the reason I'm good at that is because it's not actually grounded in expectations. Oh, right, yeah. Right. Um, and so what what I'm curious about how to do is to like be able to daydream and to brainstorm without being in your own personal life. I think there's strategies maybe in a work setting, but like in your own personal life, how do you daydream and find inspiration without being grounded in expectations that like you have to do that? And at the same time, holding yourself accountable. Right. So. What I hear you saying is like part of the, your capacity to daydream is in fact that you're like, who knows? It? Like it's not even about whether or not it's going to happen, which means that your daydreams are pretty freaking awesome because they have no limits or barriers. Right. For me, I do a lot. I mean, you know, you kind of just in May started doing this daily writing practice that I've been doing for a really long time. And so through writing and self-reflection and things like that, I can really discern the difference between whether or not something is viable for me and for you and for our community or for the for the greater good or like if there's some kind of ulterior motive that's not actually beneficial which typically leads to a false arrival or a like a landing flat am i making sense with that a little bit you lost me towards the end i was like getting in terms of the intention of the of the it, it's like what's my motivation yeah. is my motivation to do good be good feel good or is my motivation to like i don't know like yeah, like, is this really good for, like, if it's something about my business and I get a creative hit on it, is this really good for my business? Or is this just because I want to have fun doing something else? Like, what's, right. it's like, what's my primary aim? What's my primary spiritual aim? And then does any, everything that I'm feeling inspired to do align with that? So you have lots of ideas, but I think it would be interesting if you started recognizing which ones meet your primary spiritual aim. And then basically doing an inventory and saying which ones of these is going to actually fit. Like, can I follow through with this? Like almost like a smart goal. Mm. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know what a smart yeah. goal is. Yeah. Smart goal is what, I don't even know what the S is. So. What is the S? Um, something simple. No, it's not simple. Measurable. Um, right. Measurable. <laughs> We're never attainable. Gonna... <laughs> no, attainable, realistic, and timely. There you go. But I don't yeah. know what the S is. Um, send us the S listening audience. I mean, this is terrible. S, S for something. (laughs) By the way, I just wanted to make a point that on this podcast, especially, but also in life, you are the queen of mantras. You have like 
amazing mantras for every situation. I don't make them up. Uh, well, sure, but you remember them and you use them. That's just something I admire about you. Yes. And How me, do you use mantras to me, hold yourself accountable let me tell to you, commitments? Yeah, let me tell you. Because I have a commitment to the mantras. I hear those mantras every week, multiple times a week. I, I either read them or I hear other people say them or I put myself in situations where they come up and they need using. So again, this is like my commitment to my growth is that I engage every single week over and over in things that are going to be consistently telling me the same simple message that I have found that I align to. And I just go, I do it. I do it. But because but I know, is, does that limit the, you? I know at the end of the day, how important it is for me, whether I feel it or not. And that's the thing is I'm not going to operate completely off of feelings because I don't trust that my ego is, is not the driver. Like I wake up in the morning and I don't feel like going to work, right? Like, come on, that's not going to work. Like, that's not going to be good for me, for you, whatever. I just go to work. And I know that you know about that commitment with work. And I, again, you know, that commitment with me, you just show up every day and no matter what problems, we encounter, you're like, because I know something at a deeper level, I know that it's more important that we show up together than anything else. But the same is for my own self-care is I yeah. know that it's so important mm -hmm. and no, it doesn't limit me because so, it just doesn't. It's, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Sorry for interrupting you there. I just, there's like this question and, and I hear you, there's this question bringing me. It's like, so how, how can I be so committed? Because I do agree with you. There are certain things in my life that I am committed to and you've run over them, but like, how can I be committed to you and work and, and the, the things that I am while at the same time, not trusting myself? Is it that I trust my, you know, not developing because I think that that is, is really true. Like, I don't have a deep trust of when I come up with an idea or make a commitment to something that I will actually follow through because that has been my MO. I know. In it's terms a, of things. It's about so like, self-value. So, so how can I have that commitment? Self-value? To how can I have that commitment to you and to work and not actually have that that like trust in myself? Because to, again, those other things don't involve somebody else. Like it may be. Got it. Okay. So it's yeah. about my relationship with me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, if you have a group, like you're, you've considered putting together a book club for the fall. Yes. You've thought about it right now. If you don't do it, nobody's disappointed because nobody knows that it may or may not happen. And if you do do it, once you get started, you'll show up every single week and right. you'll probably make freaking brownies and like tea for everybody. <laughs> I mean, you'll like put together like, a, you'll be like, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, like, that's, that's sexist. Oh, that is totally sexist. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, I apologize. And, and thank you for calling me out on that. And anyways, you're going to have like, you know, you're going to be like, I want to make dinner for all 50 of my book club friends, you know, like you'll get into it, but that's because it's about them and giving back to them. It's like how to do something on your own is really right. where you're growing. Yeah. Cause I'm, you know, I'm a two on the Enneagram and so I'm the helper, which means I do, you're, you're exactly right. I, I do have a commitment to helping others, but I do, do not have this commitment to helping myself. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, this is what I'm getting hung up on because I, I fully agree with that. There's nothing I disagree with. And also at the same time, for me, sometimes that runs in conflict with what we were talking about earlier, which is the truth that if you're not in a good place, how are you able to help others? Because it's like, am I in a, am I just in a good place to help others? You know, like that, that is contrary to me. Does that make sense? Like, it's contrary that like, I'm not helping myself, but I'm really good at helping others. But like, how can I help others if I can't help myself? I, I don't know. Do you not? Well, I mean, I think the question in your heart is, do you think you're good at helping yourself? You only you know the answer to that. I mean, that's a great question. I, I yes, to a certain extent, um, but I feel like I'm entering into a place where depth is a priority, which I mentioned, and so that's kind of what I'm coming back to. Like, so how- I'm getting to a place where I need more. It, like, it's been enough so far in terms of the time that I've taken for myself and how I've helped, but like that is not as fulfilling. Um, anymore. Okay. And I, I need that so, depth. So that's why I'm really interested in commitment. So, you know, four or five years ago or three or four years ago, I was in the same place. I was like, I have done everything that naturally I can do. And now I want more, like mm-hmm. I want more, uh, I want to do more for the world and for myself. And so, you know, one of the things, I mean, first of all, you were very supportive and gentle with me. You were like, you are already doing enough. Like, let's, let's be real. Like at the very baseline, you do enough. You have enough. You are enough. Speaking of... <laughs> Hashtag matcha queen. <laughs> and, and so, but then you were really supportive of me as I tried to grow and it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was, it's still hard for me. And so, you know, I, it's a huge learning curve. So let's just be clear that you're entering into this big learning curve. And so, you know, like you said, um, on our sabbatical, you drew a goddess card and I was like, wow, that's the second day in a row. And you drew this combination that was the same mm-hmm. as the day before. Mm-hmm. And you said, you know, I really, I was like, wow, what do you think that means? And you're like, I really need that reminder because initially I was very, very connected to this goal and commitment in my mind. And then you were saying, I really feel like I need this reminder because this is the moment. These are the moments Mm -hmm. where I start to rest back into that sense of safety, that sense of ease. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, again, with commitments, I use other people in my life also very much so to help me gauge where I'm at. Because for one, I can't be my own observer. Like that's really hard. We tried to read that section of uh, on Eastern Meditation by Tom Merton, and the mm-hmm. whole section on self was like way over our heads. We were very confused, and I made the comment early on, like it's really hard to look at yourself with uh, objectivity, right? And so you know, I have to have other people in my life to help me see my blind spots. I've always had mentors. I've hired business coaches. I have friends. I mean, I've always used other people to help me stay on task because one of the things that I know about myself is when I set out to do a commitment, the first thing I'm going to try to do is get out of it. I mean, I told you that I need to meditate and I feel in my heart, I need to meditate at least 30 minutes every day. 
this morning, you're like, let's do our meditation. We're talking 11 minutes. And I had to brush my teeth and I had to poop and I had to get water. And then I had, and then my contacts were funny. And then I wanted to go like, look, let's make the bed. Then I did some dishes. Like, you know, come on. Like my resistance to mm-hmm. that commitment is so high. Mm-hmm. And then we sat there and I was like, I mean, I peaked at the clock twice. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy to want to do that. But honestly, I'm like going to say another mantra, but like, I'm only as sick as my secrets. Like Uh telling you that about peeking at the clock is going to like help me in the future not Mm. to do that. Point is, is that one of my main ways of staying committed to things is to have accountability with other people Yeah, yeah. and myself. Yeah. And that's, that's just like an important takeaway (laughs) that I'm, I'm hearing, you know, from what you're saying is a commitment to self uh, means a commitment to receiving support from outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're you're not going to be able to commit to yourself without leaving yourself, letting mm-hmm. go of yourself, mm-hmm. right? Um, or flipping the switch. Like you're so good at helping and committing to other people. Why don't you let somebody commit to you? Right. That's so hard for me, but you know. I, I, you know, I want to, want to continue to work at that. So let's just quick wrap it up. What's, what's takeaway? I think the takeaway for me is, um, this ability, like the big takeaways for me were this ability to trust myself and to cultivate trust in myself. Um, the ability that daydreaming is good, but how do I hold myself accountable to that? And, um, how do I separate, you know, healthy daydreaming with committed, um, visioning and and out of that visioning is it serving my higher purpose and and spiritual purpose however folks want to define that for themselves and then finally to achieve this you have to you have to separate you have to leave your own ego you have to let go of your own self and you have to embrace welcome and accept other people into your path towards greater commitment towards self-growth Mm-hmm. And setting goals. Setting goals setting is goals. really good for the both of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, like, I'm going to swim every day for a week. It's, like, just for one week. Yeah. And that's the S and in smart. Swim. And, <laughs> 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 and, and you're going to run a marathon, but it's, like, you pay for the marathon. You, that's your goal. And right. unless something really, really different happens, you're going to do it. I'm going to do Goals. it. Goals. I'm going to do it. Well, um, I appreciate, I pre- really appreciate this conversation. And and I'm actually really interested as, as I journey on this to hear from our listening audience as to the ways that you follow through and, and with commitments around growth in your life. How do you want them so, to tell you? Well, um, I was just going to say, feel free to reach out to us on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, we do not have a reading aloud uh, uh, social media account as of yet, but uh, you can follow Mighty Soul on at Soul Reflection. S O L S O L R E F L E C T I O N. I mean, I can't believe you did that. I had, to clo- I had to close my eyes. That's great. I had to close. My- <laughs> those who those who I work with um, at my job know how bad a speller I am. I, that was that was a bold, brave move for it's me. Amazing. Um, and I'm bravery. at bravery is going to enhance bravery is so good. Yep. Self value. Yep. And I'm at uh, shucks hux. So S H U C K S underscore. H-U-C-K-S. Um, so feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, uh, social media, and let us know ways that you stay committed, 
um, in your life. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks, babe. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in and listening as we discuss what is meaningful and curious to us. And don't forget to rate, review, and share with your friends. Bye. Bye.